You are listening to the Ortho Show, advancing patient care through the sharing of ideas and information. Hi, my name is Dan Goodman. I'm an orthopedic surgeon from New Mexico. I live in Taos in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and uh, glad to be here. That's great. Well, Dr. Goodman, um, Mika, came to sit down and make a telephone call, and he happened to sit right where our microphones <laughs> so were. Just in the wrong and then, place. And then told me that he liked podcasts, so okay. he's been a very good sport, and he's going to give us five minutes of his time. And our goal is to get an invite to Taos so we can have a free ski trip <laughs> at, at Dr. Goodman's uh, house. Um, so, Dr. Goodman, you're, you're here at the Ortho Summit in Las Vegas this year, and you were um, presenting some talk. I think you've got further talks coming. You're on a panel later, but uh, tell us a little bit about your talk you gave this morning. Uh, I was asked to speak about the uh, lower trap transfer for massive chronic rotator cuff tears. And uh, this is a real problem where you have a a rotator cuff repair that's failed and you still have a young, relatively active person. Uh, These are situations that are very challenging because you know that A lot of these tears may be repairable, but they won't heal well because of uh, atrophy or fatty infiltration or retraction that occurs to the tissue and that affects the integrity of the tissue. And I think a lot of patients um, don't have the perspective of why some tears, you know, may not be treated successfully with standard surgical techniques. And so uh, the symposium that I was part of was looking at some of the um, the alternatives to standard repair. And these sometimes involve using cadaver graft. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with the cadaver graft versus the trapezius transfer that I spoke about is that it's not a dynamic um, solution. Is this, like, is, that, is this like the SCR, for example? The SCR, right. Yeah, okay. Which I've done frequently. I've done over 80 in the last five years, and uh, was only introduced about five years ago. So I, I've really had a, a huge um, experience with that. And it is a solution for some patients because, as you probably know, the uh, challenge in a massive chronic rotator cuff tear that involves the supraspinatus is there's no superior um, restraint to migration of the humeral head. Right. And so we use a graft to basically reverse trampoline and keep the head centered. And that helps uh, progression of arthritis and uh, helps the remaining rotator cuff in the um, peripheral anterior and posterior aspects of the shoulder to heal. But the problem is that graft is not dynamic. It's, it's only attached to the scapula medially. And the lower trap transfer in um, in contrast, is attached to the, trapezi- uh, the trapezius muscle, uh, the lower part of it, which is in line with the infraspinatus, which is usually one of the main rotator cuff tendons that have failed. And so that gives a dynamic um, addition. And 
you know, a lot of my patients who've had SCRs do well with less pain. They can lift their arm up where they previously had almost pseudoparalysis, but they don't always re- regain full strength. And the people who've um, received this transfer procedure potentially have the ability to gain more strength because of the, the dynamic nature of the, the transfer. Which of the two surgeries is more complex to, uh, to complete? That's a good question, and I think both are very complex. A lot of them, uh, aspects of the procedure are similar in terms of the arthroscopic fixation, but the lower trap is a little bit specialized in terms of having to harvest that part of the muscle tendon and then expose it, but then you're still attaching a cadaver graft to that muscle and then reattaching it to the humerus, which is essentially what you're doing with an SCR as well. So let's let's just go um, real sort of quick bullet points. Disadvantages of the trap transfer in addition to the obvious one, which is added time for getting the graft. Complex. It, it really is. There's a, probably a pretty steep learning curve. Um, but it is, you know, now that it's becoming arthroscopic assisted, I think it's becoming something that a lot of uh, surgeons who are very familiar with those techniques can potentially learn how to do. Uh, but it does require open surgery, harvesting the trapezius, which is not something most orthopedic surgeons are used to uh, doing in their training. Um, but, you know, the SCR in general is a complex procedure. I was actually fortunate this summer I was invited to Japan because I've had some Japanese international fellows study with us in Taos, and they invited me to speak at their annual shoulder Uh, sports medicine meeting in Osaka. And Osaka is where the originator of the SCR is from, Dr. Mahata. And I contacted him before my trip, and he was gracious enough to invite me to uh, observe surgery with him. And that was a real uh, great uh, experience, um, both personally and professionally. And one of the differences, uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, is that in Japan... They use autograft, taking the graft from the uh, tensor fascia lata, which is the, the fascia on the, the side of the hip. I did not know that they were doing it. Okay. And, and he also uses a much thicker graft because he folds it over multiple times. He has a big team, and it was incredible to watch you know, the basically three different teams operate on one patient simultaneously um, to harvest the graft, to close the, you know, the incision on the hip, and then simultaneously prepare the graft and also work on the shoulder. But uh, he's had excellent results. Um, I've had excellent results. I know a lot of my colleagues have, but some uh, surgeons have not. And, and there's publications now where there's you know, not a real um, agreement necessarily on you know, how well patients are doing. So mm-hmm. you know, the SCR is, is definitely a, a new, exciting procedure. The lower trap transfer is a much less used procedure, but may become more utilized in the future, uh, especially because, you know, more and more people are getting older in a sense, but still are healthy and are deciding to have surgery in their 60s and 70s. And not all of them want shoulder replacements and they want, you know, procedures that are going to give them longevity without replacing their joints. And these are the procedures that are really being uh, looked at um, by many uh, specialists in my area 
uh, to try to give patients better quality of life. Any any discussions in the panel about interspace balloon? Was anybody using that as a The solution? balloon hasn't been FDA approved yet, but I've actually visited colleagues in Europe and Israel where it was actually um, That's right. yeah. sort of discovered, um, and I've seen it um, placed into patients' uh, shoulders, which is a relatively straightforward technique. It's not as complex mm-hmm. as, you know, for example, the SCR. But, um, you know, I think there are certain indications where it can help patients. Um, but I think there's also, you know, sort of a, a spectrum of results. And, and so I think we, we sort of have to take it with a grain of salt right now. But, you know, there's many, many patients who don't do well enough with just therapy and injections. And we all know that cortisone is probably not very healthy for patients. And biologics such as PRP and stem cells are very expensive. And the balloon may offer, you know, some of these patients maybe who are a little older, who are not interested in six, eight months of rehab postoperatively, you know, to get something that might um, help them rehab a little bit less painfully. And I think, you know, ultimately it's about the deltoid. If the deltoid can function and the balloon helps recenter the head, and they can rehab their deltoid. And that's essentially what the SCR does as well. If you, if you prevent that head from migrating and you don't inhibit the deltoid, I think that's one of the keys to success. So that was going to be sort of a, my final question was, what would your key takeaway be from your talk today? But uh, is that it? Or is there anything else you want listeners to sort of, if, if you were going to hit them with the, the message of? Well, you know, I think for the audience that uh, heard the talks today, you know, the lower trap was sort of an interesting technique that's a little bit sexy but but not necessarily uh something that every surgeon walking out of the uh talk today is going to say i'm going to go do that next week but but at least it, they they know that it's an option um and they know that it's an option that uh you know has some literature to support it um and it does have some differences in the scr the balloon was also uh discussed today and i think that's exciting because it hasn't been FDA approved, so not a lot of us have personal experience with it. But um, what's exciting is that there's a lot of uh, innovation, a lot of uh, surgeons with creative ideas, and, um, and things are getting better for patients. That's great. Well, Dr. Goodman, I really appreciate you uh, ad hoc like this taking five minutes to chat with us. Mika, you didn't manage to get the invite for Taos for skiing. You, no, you, I think it's <laughs> just you alone there, Ben. Well, we've had an epic snow year, and you're welcome to come. <laughs> and I think the podcast uh, Paradigm Shift in Education is a really important one. And I've really encouraged my fellows, former fellows and colleagues and friends to all you know, utilize podcasts You know, when they're driving to work or driving – you know, that's the idea, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, for half an hour, an hour, or, or listening it to it during a workout. Mm-hmm. I actually have underwater iPod that I can listen to while I swim, and oh, I yeah. listen to it then. There you go. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's a nice way to educate yourself and um, and learn what's going on around the world. Well, thank you so yeah. much for being part of it. Next week, they can listen to their boss as they drive to work, and um, hopefully, we'll catch up with you again. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs>